This is the Business Survival Guide with Scott McFall, a podcast about what it really takes to run a successful business and build the life of your dreams. Each week, he guides you closer to your goals by answering your real questions about business, marketing, human behavior, and motivation. So here we are about to talk about time management, discipline. When you own your own business, well, gosh, nobody makes a schedule. And the next thing you know, if you don't feel like it, you can be in trouble. So the real problem is that we don't just have to manage time, we have to manage our mood. Many people will take a program and schedule their day, but they don't actually do the activities that are written in that list because they don't, well, feel like it. They just don't feel like it. And what happens to us all is that we really need a reason. The classic way of explaining this is if you know why, you will tolerate anyhow. If you know why you have to do something, you'll tolerate anyhow. If you look at yourself through the lens of acting out, trying to test your boundaries, then you can control your time management. You can control what's happening because you know that there's a mood, a feeling that you get when you must do something, when you are excited about doing something. There's an attitude, a feeling that goes with when you surrender into your activities. And when you work for yourself, you need mastery of that mood. So time management means that you do design a schedule. It means that you have time that you're doing the work that you need to do alone. It means that you have planning time, execution time. It means that you also have the time that you need to spend with people and that you have the ability to avoid falling in love with any specific activity. So if you like people too much and you're not that good at tasks or managing things, the next thing you know, you'll spend all your time with the folks and burn it up. So you do need to write down or you need to type out the outcomes, the goals that you have. Reverse engineering from those goals, you do need to design your schedule. As you design the schedule, your mood control is everything. So one classic problem is deciding that you're going to write a book or you're going to write uh, down uh, all the activities or you're going to do an article and all of a sudden you set from 6 o'clock in the morning till 6.30 or 7 to type and but you just don't feel like it. Or all of a sudden you're watching the news and you just randomly find it fascinating that they're studying puppy chow and you spend the whole morning watching them do human interest stories for no reason. So remember that you do need to get excited about the consumer, get excited about the customer, and be fired up imagining that they need what you have. If you don't imagine that, how are you going to produce You need to assume someone is expecting you to get it done. The worst thing that can happen to you is that you forget that they're waiting for what you have, that you forget that they need the product or that they need the service or that they need the information or consulting. So can you set your priorities so that you know which 
activities are profoundly important and which activities are really not that important. The number one problem is you acting out against the most important activities. And that happens based upon a certain feeling of resentment that we all have to some degree about being controlled. Your business needs to be something you desire so that you are excited about meeting your time requirements. So are you setting aside the time to plan? Are you setting aside the time to execute? Are you setting aside the people time, the private work and activities time? Are you setting aside the time to actually review and track whether or not your marketing is working? Are you setting aside the time to develop what you want if you do have employees? Or are you just hiring them and throwing them in with really no training? So it takes, all of this takes time. And the only way that you can become comfortable with your time management is if you're changing your priorities based upon that week's outcome, that month's outcomes, that year's outcome. You can't just keep adding activities and not go crazy if you think they're all of equal importance. And that is the number one time management mistake that I see. Eventually, folks that are consulting with me will call up and just be hysterical as they try to face everything that they're doing. They, they literally will be swearing and flipping out and sending an email listing what's going on with their kids, what's going on with their parents. And often they're forgetting nobody cares. Their customers are not wandering around concerned about their time pressure. It, it falls upon you to manage your time correctly. It falls upon you to schedule your activities. It falls upon you to also stop working when it's time to rest. So are you prioritizing that effort inherently means that later you're going to need rest? Does your schedule include your time off? Does it include when it's time to take a vacation? Does it include getting you out of the business or out of your work activities in time to deal with your family? As you look at all of these activities, there is a rhythm to successfully running your schedule. That rhythm is based upon that you know when to let go and when it is absolutely necessary for you to focus. Most businesses work seasonally. There's a busy season and there's a dead season. Obviously, you have to structure your personal life to take advantage of the dead time. Your personal life vacations should coincide with when it fits. So, for instance, if you're running a business that works on snow removal, you probably would take your vacations in the summer. The famous story years ago of a guy who started a business, started to make a lot of money, and then uh, right when he had sold his schedule completely full, he decided to go to France for nine days, to leave the U.S. And, and go to France for nine days and leave all of his customers hanging. But he just up and decided it was a good idea. And so do you have the ability to see where maybe your personal desires might not be mature? If maturity is the ability to deal with frustrated desire alone, 
are you willing to prioritize so that you're maximizing your profit, that you're maximizing uh, the benefits of focusing during the busiest times in the business? And are you set up so that you can take advantage of getting away? The way that I personally have done it is every three months, I would take a four-day weekend and escape. So I would have several four-day weekends during the year that I could escape and um, basically take a mini vacation. And I would take at least one two-week vacation as well. So if I was working in the individual businesses, and we had them in multiple states at that time, I would escape that three or four times a year. I would also take that two weeks and goof off. And that was enough for me. I knew that I could look forward to that three months ahead and and getting away, but that kept me from building up so much stress, so much pressure, so much exhaustion. And so a lot of business people have a martyr need. They, They work so hard that they get to feel like they're being tortured, and then they're proud of the idea that they're being tortured. Well, that's not productive. And eventually, they're, they're taking a vacation based on just saying, ah, the heck with it, and throwing up their arms. And it's almost as though they, they finally have enough rationalization or justification for running. Well, that's not a, a good way to time manage. So you do need to look at the outcomes, look at the things that need to get done, and reverse engineer, schedule, and also schedule in your time to escape, your things to look forward to, the way that you're dealing with the family, and so on, all needs to be factored in. Fall in love with that phrase, reverse engineering. Look at the goals, look at the outcome, look at the structure of what it's going to take to get those done, and then work backward to design that schedule, including the time that you're escaping. You know, sometimes a four-day vacation, a four-day weekend can literally be spent, you know, going to the movies and and hanging out in the same town you live in. It doesn't have to require that you spend massive money or travel. Sometimes travel is its own work, unfortunately. If you already have that schedule set up, you know where you're letting off steam, you manage your mood, at that point, you're not resenting work. Since you're in a good mood about it, since you're getting refreshed, since you're getting rest, when you schedule a time to write, you're probably going to be able to control your mood and write well. If you schedule a time to deal with customers, you're going to be fresh and able to do it. If you change things up enough, you're going to be very comfortable. If you happen to be a security-minded person, the constant change needs to feel comfortable, and you need to do it only as intensely as you stay out of overwhelm. Overwhelm is a terrible state of mind for an entrepreneur. Time management begins by solving the problem of pressure, by designing your whole year. And maybe you don't know every detail, but really looking at the whole year. Where am I taking time off? How am I maximizing the time that I'm most likely to make money? How am I setting up my day so that my time with kids and work works out well. There are many companies over the years, like Franklin, that used to manufacture day planners. I'm not sure if that still happens. 
they had a great prioritization system where they would train in workshops uh, and they would have A priorities and B priorities and C priorities. And it was an elaborate plot to get you to see that there's a difference between the things that you must get done and the things that really aren't that important. That is the essence of time management and schedule management. It's really the ability to know the most important things to focus on, the most important things to get done, and the things that just don't matter. So that starts to bring us to the concept of delegating. Do you know which things to just kick to the accountant? Which things should be handed, you know, to your attorney? Or which things should be given to an employee? Uh, when is it time to have somebody else clean the place? At first, you're trading your time and you're leveraging your time. And eventually, you're leveraging money itself to maximize your time. So as you begin the business, once again, you're managing and, and leveraging your sweat equity or your time or your creativity. Eventually, as you build up resources, you're wanting to basically buy back your time, buy back your life with the resources that are then available to you. So we're, we're in a little bit of a gray area. The folks that I've watched, stressed, frantic, and failing. That stressed, frantic, and failing mentality has to do with getting to the point where you just don't know where to grab onto a project. You just can't seem to find the edges to begin. And so it's very powerful to just get one thing done. If you ever find yourself in that stressed, frantic spot, immediately just do one thing. Grab whatever the first thing that you know how to finish happens to be and just do it. As you begin to look at your daily calendar, as you begin to organize the things that take place, you will be a master of being in a good mood, feeling secure, knowing that you're going to get things done, feeling effective. And all of that is dependent upon that you're still making money. You have to still be making money. If you are truly frantic, you'll notice that every time it will be because you're not going out and selling. You're not bringing in new business. And maybe it's because you're at a loss for how to do so. And we'll cover that in future podcasts. In future episodes, I'll be answering your questions about the challenges you're facing in real time. So go to thebusinesssurvivalguide.com to ask your question or find me on Facebook or social media anywhere as Ask Scott McFall.